For people that are reading, you know, I want to do two things with this question. For those that are getting sessions, how could they lead it in a way that they're not having the doom and gloom sort of predictions if they're seeing an astrologer? And then the other end is for people that are reading, what are some advice you would give to them so that they are more opening, they are more positive? Exactly. Well, I'm training this one guy in Brooklyn, Mm. and he's a great guy, and he's in his 20s. And I've just really said to him, never say something with certainty. That's oppressive. Somebody has to agree with Mm. you. That's subjugating somebody. Always say something as a question. Like, is it possible that Saturn opposed the moon relates to some kind of emotional repression you felt as a child? You know, ask it as a question. Never have to be right over the client. The client is the source and the expert. Ask more questions than you do telling people things. And here's my biggest one. Have them speak more than you. I've had the astrology reading where the person talks nonstop for 50 minutes, doesn't ask me a thing, kind of doesn't even matter if I'm there. They're just reading me. And I end up feeling like, wow, I just got a dose of a lot of information that I have no idea what I'll do with. It's just like a mind dump. Hmm. And that's not where I live. I don't live just in the information. I live in an embodied, soulful recognition of things. And I want some tools. So for those astrologers that are learning, ask questions more than tell people. And also, always the insecure new astrologers feel like they have to nail it. They have to get it right. And it's like, no, if you're wrong, that's information too. So if I say to you, because let's say to you, you do have Saturn oppose the moon in your chart. And that would often indicate, not always, that there wasn't an environment where you weren't necessarily allowed to be fully expressed with all your feelings. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yeah. And how, and then you say, and how is that true? Have them mm-hmm. tell you. That's how I learned Love. astrology. The clients will tell you. Beautiful. How did it happen that you got shut down on occasion emotionally? I think a few ways. Like I was the oldest child. Oh yeah, there you go. So I kind of no felt more. like I needed to not disrupt the, the family dynamic mm-hmm. or there was like kind of other conflict going on. So like I felt like I couldn't be fully expressed Mm -hmm. because there was already. So super responsible emotionally from a young age. You were already what we call the parentified child. You know that term? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then we talk about that. And then if, if we wanted to, and I was in a session with you, I would talk about whatever cycle or transit is affecting that complex right now and how you want to move through it. So basically, my advice to young astrologers is two things. Do your own inner work. Don't make astrology your need to be mirrored and be amazing, because that's what a lot of people are doing. Like, look at me, I'm so so amazing. Turn the power and the light over to the person. When you're doing a great reading, the person walks away thinking, I'm amazing, not Jennifer's amazing. Okay, that's number one. Number two, Keep studying. Don't just do the apps and like the little readouts. Read books. There are amazing Mm. books on astrology from so many centuries. Dig in. It's a real journey of knowledge that's not just informative, but it's also self-healing to read all the books. What were some books that transformed you on your journey? 
Well, every single book out of the, this is where psychological astrology, Liz Green, Howard Sussportis, there's like a British group of psychological astrologers I love. My big teacher that taught me a lot and still good friend, Rick Tarnas, Cosmos and Psyche. He is a philosophic astrologer, mm-hmm. amazing. So not psychology, but he's a cultural astrologer. I love Caroline Casey, many, many people, mm-hmm. Stephen Arroyo, Read the frickin' books. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah, I'm a big believer in reading. Mm-hmm. I know, me too. We both of us are. Yeah. Having the actual physical books. Yes! Yeah. Annotating. Oh yes. yes. Feels so good. Mm-hmm. You mentioned about 29 to 31 and that, that period in time being important. A lot of our audience, you know, they're in their 20s, they're in their early 30s. We have audience all over the world in all ages, but... The reason why I ask around this age is because this is how we started the podcast and it felt so transformational for us. What's sort of happening astrologically for folks during that time? Well, that is the Saturn return time. And basically, that's when the planet Saturn returns to its birth position. So in your chart, Saturn was in a certain place when you were born. It returns to that exact position between 29 and 31. Saturn is the planet of karma consequence, discipline, maturity, authority, and time. So when it goes back to that natal position, it's asking the question, who do you define yourself to be? Are you doing the work of fully being you? So one thing I notice, because I work with all ages, if people are doing their work, that Saturn return is incredibly fruitful. Like that's when I bought my first house. And even though I was crying, oh my God, I'll never be able to pay the mortgage. You know, I was really upset about it. (laughs) But it was a really major commitment to myself that I'm going to earn this money and do that. But if people are resisting growing up, the Saturn return is brutal. If they're like the people that say, I never want to grow up and I like being a kid and why do I have to work and all that stuff, Saturn returns brutal because Saturn is that sledgehammer of reality. So if you haven't faced reality and been real with yourself about your talents, but also your deficits, Saturn can be very hard. So I'm telling everyone, and Saturn happens every seven years. So you're never getting away from Saturn. And I love Saturn. So that is unpopular to say. People often like, oh, when will it be over? Saturn is the character maker. And if you're about making a great contribution this lifetime, you love Saturn because Saturn is going to put your ass in the chair and you're going to do the work mm. or be depressed and, you know, Lame victim and loser. Yeah. Like, here's <laughs> another one I want to say to people, and very unpopular as a therapist to say this, but if you're still blaming your parents at 30, you're in trouble. Yo. That's I mean, I, you know, I, I did. I'm down. Wait, I did. I, it didn't work out well. Yeah. To do that. It's yeah. very un, it's very unattractive. It's and it unattractive. Also just, you're not taking responsibility. Yeah. You're stuck. It's like I understand because people want to be heard in their pain. It's just you're no longer living with your parents. 100%. It's up to you what kind of life you yes. make. And the trauma that you've gone through, and I went through trauma and lots of people go through trauma. It's up to you to heal that. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can't hold people from the past mm-hmm. responsible for who you are now at that age. You said Saturn. Uh, there's. You mentioned a seven-year cycle. It's I every seven years. Mm-hmm. That was every like twenty-seven. 27. So that's a that? Saturn return. Okay. okay. Every twenty-eight to thirty, you go through your Saturn return. Uh-huh. But Saturn makes an angle to Saturn 
every seven years. So every oh. seven years, you're in a review of how far yeah. you've come with your own work curriculum. Wow. Your own soul's work curriculum. That's beautiful. Isn't it weird too? Don't your cells renew every seven years? I like think all it's the something cells in like your body that. and then your taste buds. There's like yeah. biological, physiological things that happen too. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose. And follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.